Welcome to They That Hope with Father Dave and Bob, seeing humor and hope in a crazy world. And I'm Bob. And I'm Father Dave. And we have a guest. We do. We have a special guest. Her name is Rosie. This is the first time we've had someone else on the podcast with us. Yeah, it is very exciting. Uh, I'll pick her up. Hey, Rosie, come here. Yeah, for those of you who aren't watching, Rosie is about a, what, eight-week-old puppy? (laughs) Which which Bob is reeling in. And she's adorable. There she is. Welcome. Welcome, world. This there is you Rosie. Go. So that's great. So what, what inspired you Hi. to get a puppy? My oh. name is Rosie. Okay, Bob. And I'm okay. happy to be on the show with you, Father Dave. Okay, Bob. How come you don't have any fur? Okay, Bob. That's probably why you guys get along. <laughs> she looks at you and she goes, he looks a lot like me. She really is chill, though. Oh, what is so, she again? Uh, soft coated wheat interior. If you're not, if you're listening... Just pull your car over and look at the video really quick because you can see. Well, she looks like if a little. Listening e- on she a looks podcast, like a little. They may not have video, Bob. Oh, that's what I'm saying. She, they need to pull over and like find the video. Find the video on YouTube. Bob Dash Everybody. Well, we'll put a link of the picture of her in our thing in the yeah, podcast. Ne- we say that all the time, and it never yeah, happens. But it always sounds <laughs> no, cool because other people on <laughs> podcasts say, "You know, we'll put a link in that." So that's what everybody we say says. That like every episode, oh, we'll send a link, and then we never. I never follow up with it because well, we would never follow up with. <laughs> Come on, why aren't we doing this exactly? But she looks kind of like an Ewok. Nope, nope. She's nope, really nope, cute, nope. Rosie. And Rosie, yeah, this is great. How do we name her after Rosie? After my fake bionic that's aunt uh, hermit. Right, this this ant that you supposedly have that's a bionic. If you're watching the video and occasionally the picture shakes, it's because Rosie's really enamored with the tripod. (laughs) She's chewing on on it. It's like, I said, welcome to the world of a puppy. (laughs) She was chewing on my cord a couple of minutes ago. She's chewing on the tape or on the table. She's just chewing, but she's awesome. Yeah, I grew up with uh, dogs. My mom was the president of the Humane Society. Okay. So my I mom had probably a, felt like it was because there were six boys in my family. Oh, so. yeah. It's kind of a similar thing. Yeah, yeah. I only had an older sister. So, um, but yeah, uh, you know, we had a golden lab named Megan who was wonderful. I, some of my favorite memories of a kid was having a dog. In fact, Megan was super smart. She, um, you know, would heal, sit. You could go, Megan, bang. She would fall over and play that's dead. Awesome. She'd get up with a limp. Oh, that's really cool. In the winters, I would get a stick with a rope and I'd throw it at her. She'd pick it up and she'd run with it and I'd get on my sled and she would just drag oh, that's me, fun. That's fun. drag me around the yard. And then we had a, we had a Labrador retriever. Her name was Muffin, who was about as dumb as a post. Okay. I mean, Muffin could not understand the concept of glass doors. Oh, that's ever, great. That's great. ever. That's I great. mean, just saw something <laughs> and just, Boom. She never quite I mean, learned her lesson. Never, did she? never quite learned the lesson. And then we had great Duffy. Great personality, though. Great personality. <laughs> yeah, that's great right. personality. And then Duffy was a terrier. So this is a this is a soft coated Wheaton terrier. Okay. Uh, they're usually a little bit hyper. She's actually no, super. No, uh, when you were chill. away, she was really chilled out. I yeah. Mean, yeah. So yeah, we grew up with dogs as well. Dad was allergic to dog hair, so he didn't. You know, we could never have a dog that had that shed, yeah. except for one that one of his patients gave him, which. I think the dog's name was Megan as well. Hmm. She was an Irish setter, okay. dumb as a box of hair. I mean, she <laughs> yeah. was too. But we had the best dog was Bo, the guard dog, and Bo was just fantastic. Bo was kind of my dog. You know, we all, uh, we had several dogs over the years, but for some reason, Bo was kind of my dog. But it was it, like I've always said, Bo. Um, dogs. There's something that are good about a home having a dog. Yeah. I don't know. It just I don't know. It's weird because it makes it, it sounds really weird that a dog makes a home more. F- more human, but 
I don't know. There's just something really cool. Well, I think especially when the kids are older, you know, I mean, that's what was what was exciting to me. So my wife's pretty allergic to dogs, so that always just stopped the conversation. She did some allergy tests, and we went out to um, a breeder because we heard this dog, you know, was more of a. There's no such thing as a purely hypoallergenic dog, but this was more of it, and. Yeah, she just had no effects. I mean, she uh-huh. held held her for half hour, and then it just felt like oh. she held Rosie. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's for no half way hour. you can hold Rosie and then, and then and walk uh, away. That's and actually say, what happened. I mean, we don't think so. It wasn't an impulse buy. We were talking about this for over a year, but Jenny was surprised. I was just like, "Well, let's just do it." She's like, "Really?" I'm like, "Well, like, what else are we, what waiting, are we waiting for?" Like, for, we right? talked about having a dog. We thought it'd be great to have a dog. Here's a great dog. You're not sneezing. Let's just go ahead and that's and right. and make this happen. So that was really cool. Okay, cats. Interestingly enough, I'm allergic to cats. Good. So that was so kind of, that was the end. Of, that was the end of the conversation there. So am oh, I. I have a fun Megan story though. So or Megan and Muffin. So like I mentioned, Muffin. Megan was really smart. Mm-hmm. Muffin wasn't, but great personality. Muffin wasn't, but great personality. And so Megan was kind of. I mean, of my sister and me, my sister Kim really was more on the Muffin end, and I was more on the Megan side. And my sister was always a little bit upset that. Um, Megan got all the attention because she was so smart. So, you know, I mentioned the, the uh, uh, you know, Megan bang, and she would fall over and play dead. So she decided that she would teach that to Muffin. Nice. And she actually, Muffin actually learned it, which was impressive. So then because the trigger is bang, right, that's what they hear, bang. And then they, you don't have to do the finger. They just hear it. That's, okay. that's the trigger. But my sister thinking, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you how smart Muffin is. I'm not going to say bang. I'm just going to do the finger gesture nice. and Muffin's going to fall, fall over, over and play dead, which I guess is really impressive to do. Well, it actually happened. She would just go Muffin and just point so at her. So Muffin wasn't as... Well, the story's not done. So okay. then my sister goes right off to college. Okay. And then anytime you said the word Muffin, she would fall over and play dead. <laughs> she actually just thought that the name <laughs> Muffin meant fall. So she'd be outside and we'd be like, Muffin, and she would just fall over and play dead. And you, we'd have to drag her into the house. She'd have this look on her face like, I'm doing good, right? That's I'm doing good, right? And we're just like, get up. And, uh, you know, we just drag her over the thing. Great One time she was at the top of the stairs and I was nice. like, Muffin! And then landed on her back. I thought she was dead. She's like, looks up like, how'd I do? You know, like... Not great, but it's, uh, but yeah, there's something beautiful about having a dog. You know, I was thinking my young, my youngest is eight years old. He's a, he's a boy. His name is Aiden. And, um, you know, just the fact that Aiden gets to grow up with Rosie, I mean, you know, the lifespan of Rosie, you know, it's going to take him through high school and college and, and that's just exciting. It's just a cool thing. Yeah. My brother had, uh, he and his wife and family had one of these uh, long haired terrier, yeah, soft coated wheat terriers. terrier. Yeah. They had yes. one and Keegan was a great dog. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just growing up, going out fishing and having the dogs running around with us, and yeah. they would always roll in cow manure, which is always, <laughs> which is always the best, right? Right, exactly. Right? And, and I'm the one who always took care of them, mm. and my entire family right now is rolling their <laughs> eyes. So that's when you learned you were going to be celibate. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. No, but that that's awesome, Bob. Yeah, fantastic stuff. And the rest of the weekend. The rest of the weekend was, was kind of just um, taking care of Rosie, getting used to um, having a puppy in the house, lots of pet supply store runs, lots of YouTube videos. There's amazing like apps where we like live streamed with actual trainers and you know, that was gonna, really who's great. Who's going to train the dog? Jenny. Jenny's going to Jenny's be. really taking this on. Jenny's super excited about this. So she's, 
She's all in with this. Oh, your girl, Jenny. It's going to, it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. This is going to be the best trained dog <laughs> I've ever seen. Well, today's Labor Day. Rosie won't always be a guest on the show. Today's Labor Day. And so they didn't, kids didn't have school. Everybody was sleeping in. And I thought, okay, I'll bring, I'll bring Rosie in just. To, she's been really, really good. So yeah, she can come anytime she wants. How was your weekend? It was good. It was good. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit later about some of the wedding things. Oh, right, and right. we got some stuff, but uh, Notre Dame played last night. Uh, I was going to do that in the background as you talk about it. All right. Keep going. All right. And they ended up going down to Florida State. Should have beat them badly. They won in overtime, but it was not what it should have been. But a win is a win. Nice. A win is a win. So we started the season out with a win. But you have to win dominantly, right? Like, because that's part of like well, the, the voting. Is, and they should. They and don't they, just care well, about the win. They right, care about how you win. Right. And it's kind of early. It's a so lot of pressure. It was in Florida State. It was actually the first game Florida State's played since Bobby Dow- Bowden had passed away. Yeah. So like everybody was charged. And then this one guy comes into their quarterback. They Their starting quarterback kind of got his bell rung. And they bring this guy in who had not played since like 2017. And he had this horrific injury. And he's come back. And it's a miracle. And, and this is just all the stars are aligning, <laughs> right? They're down by 14 points. He scores two touchdowns. Yeah. And then it goes to overtime. They miss the field goal. Norday makes it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that poor guy. They missed a field goal. Yes. No, you just got to feel bad about no, that. No, I don't. Okay. You no. should, though, as a human being. Oh, come on. If if the Bucks were playing someone else and your team won, are you going, oh, I feel so sorry for I've, him. Okay, for college ball. What What do you mean for college because ball? Because these are kids. These are like teenagers. Please. So See, this teenager. Problem. Why don't we just give them all a trophy, Bob? This teenager that's the problem with this in Florida misses a kick to beat Notre Dame? That's horrible. I'd no, rather no, Notre no, Dame not, not necessarily to, to beat Notre Dame. Notre Dame would have had the opportunity to go on. It was in overtime. Okay. So everybody gets the ball. So, see, that's you, this is the problem. What's is, the problem? What's the problem? It's to give everybody a trophy. I'm not saying let's that. Not, let's just call it a tie. Let's just shake hands and go off. That is exactly the problem with you our know, culture today. The, the problem with our culture today is you're obsessed with Notre Dame. That's not the problem. It's not the problem. It was a good. It was a good. Win. I don't know anything about being football obsessed. Hey, the Buccaneers yeah, are playing right. on right. Thursday. Thursday night. <laughs> but one of the things that's nice is we have another friar in the in the house uh, that really loves Notre Dame. So there was a couple of us watching. It was that's the one thing. Okay, about living in the East Coast. Yeah, like the game ended at eleven thirty. Oh, it's brutal. Well, the game on Thursday is going to end start, at midnight. Start at eight twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's just. Uh, I I loved I love the Central Time Zone. I like Mount. Time zone. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, maybe it's just whatever you grew up with. But I thought Central mm-hmm. Time Zone was good because, you know, like the late night shows started at like ten, you know, and you know things didn't get too late. You know, like you know the game would start at like seven, go to like eleven ish. It was a great story. It was uh, New Year's Eve, I believe. We were in Albuquerque, New Mexico, hmm. and uh, mom and dad let us all watch. You know, the dropping of the ball in New York City, and we all were excited and went to bed. Little did we know it was 10 o'clock. <laughs> we're little kids. So. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we would make our kids watch the Australian one. Oh, <laughs> it's still go. sunlight out. That's go right, to bed. Right. It happened. Go that's to bed. Right. It doesn't matter. Cool. Hey, uh, with increasing frequency, we see an erosion of parents' rights in the classroom. That's and because we're we're all worried about somebody all, who misses a field that, goal. That's it, exactly. Like kids don't get enough trophies. And that's courts right. concerning issues such as sex education and gender ideology and others. That transition was maybe yeah, the worst, probably start again worst there. transition we've ever had. Against this backdrop, the Conference on Parental Rights will be held October 15th and 16th at Franciscan University of Steubenville. The two-day conference will educate attendees to protect their families 
families from attacks on their rights as parents. Topics include in defense of homeschooling, parental rights and children's health care, and parental rights and life issues. 13 presentations in all. The conference is open to parents, academics, and other professionals. Find out more and register at franciscan.edu slash parental dash parents dash rights dash conference we'll put a link there yeah that's <laughs> we'll what a, i was gonna we'll say actually this is a really good event and and i would encourage people do you know and you, you may not know and we'll find out we'll we'll put it in the link um <laughs> is this gonna be live streamed or recorded it doesn't say i don't okay, know because this is really we did this i don't know the last time we'll but, be able to we'll be able to mention okay, that as we okay, get closer we'll, yeah, to we'll it, get sure. closer yeah, to yeah, it yeah, and yeah. i really do want to follow up on that because Honestly, when I'm traveling and stuff, so many of the things you just mentioned are Are questions that people have. And how do Catholics navigate those waters? And and, and what are their rights? You know, what can they leave? Because everybody says you can or you can't do that. So, yeah, we'll follow up on that. I was so grateful as a parent, you know, just a few people in the community, like, plugged me into, um, you know, some of these topics. I mean, even simple things like if your kid turns 18, you know, there's forms you need to sign to still be able to access their medical care, like in, right. depending on the state, but in some states it's like they're 18. It's like, it doesn't matter. Like you can't get any information. You can't have any say, you know, I just, no, it's not we, like, we I mean, I want that. them to make we their decisions, with, but like, I'd like to be able to we help deal with them that on campus yeah. is that, you know, when a student's 18, the parents have to say, they have to sign a thing that allows their parents to see their records and right. stuff. And, and we've had some parents who've been so upset with this, but it's, it's, there's a lot of reasons why that's the case. Obviously, it's the law. Right. All it means is just sign a paper that says they can do it. But you but, just have to know that. Like, right, I mean, exactly. that, that's exactly. it. They, it's kind of the thing they don't tell you until you're, you know, kids in the ER and needs help, but you can't right, get right, any right, information right, right, right. because you didn't sign a form. So that's good. Um, that good. and many other things. I'm so really excited we're doing that. It's that's October, October uh, 15th and 16th. That's okay. here on campus. I'm hoping right. uh, things will be live streamed. We'll let you know about that in the future. Okay, we'll put in the link. And again, franciscan.edu slash parental dash rights dash conference. Okay, cool. And that would be awesome. Cool. You alluded to your weekend. About- yeah, so a wonderful wedding. We're, we, I know that we've got a couple of emails that came yeah, in. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk more we're about We're going to give it another episode because I know it's only about a half week between when we po- release a podcast and yep. record it. So we'll, we'll hit some of those next week. But um, a wonderful wedding out in uh, Philadelphia with Michelle and Gabriel. Just really beautiful. But so I'm driving to Philadelphia, talking to my mom and dad. And they said, oh, you're going into the middle of the storm. I said, what are you talking about? And I knew nothing. I don't know. I was just kind of this. I hadn't been paying attention to the news. Yeah, it's been in the news. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Then they said, well, there was a tornado and this huge flooding in Philadelphia. Not just Philly, but we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get there. And as it turns out, God bless him. So the groom and his dad went to the airport to get some people that were coming in. And the rest of his family got stranded, flooded in a hotel. They had to... A hotel in Philadelphia? And a hotel in Philadelphia. Like, the water just came and surrounded. They had to be rescued from the hotel on one of those little lifeboat raft things. <laughs> and it's like, it was so sweet. Like, when I finally saw the bride, she just kind of... I said, how are you doing? She kind of smiled, and then she just cried. She goes, Father Dave, it's just been a really hard 24 hours. And She was rescued from a boat no, no, in the, a hotel? No, the, 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 the um, husband, the groom's family was the rescued. Family yeah, yeah, yeah. Was but rescued. still, but she was having to walk through all that with her husband texting oh back gosh. and forth. I mean, but it was, it was wild. Um, the groom and her and his brother were both ex-Coast Guard. They went through Coast Guard Academy and all that. And, okay. and so like they went into rescue mode. Right. They said it was oh, actually yeah. pretty cool that, that they just they know, live for that pulled stuff. up their sleeves and said, this is just a regular day to us. That's right. One of the five of branches of our Indeed. military Started services. By? The Coast Guard? Yeah. Alexander Hamilton. Yes. Oh, really? I think so. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> At least that's what it says in the I figured, musical. I figured that would be the only thing you would know if, you know, about, because you're, you're just so excited about Alexander Hamilton. Wow, that, the only thing you would know. And it actually may not be right, but it was in the musical. <laughs> so go ahead, people, start to write and, in and, and tell us. And by the way, us. that's all he knows. He that's just right. assumes that that's every right. single right. thing. In Hamilton is true. That's right. right. It must there, be. If, if they didn't mention it in the musical Hamilton, it didn't happen it, it, to our founding fathers. Yeah, exactly. That was as accurate as it It was like a David McCullough book mm-hmm. put to music. Yeah. So what did you do this weekend? Oh, wait, well, wait, wait, wait. The, talk about Father Chris because we were talking about that Oh, earlier. gosh, yeah. yeah. Our prayers to everybody with flooding and um, uh, a friend of uh, a friend of ours uh, helps with the Priest Deacon Seminarians Conference, Father Chris O'Connor. Uh, his church got flooded. I mean, not just like, oh, there's some water in the basement, like gushing water, like almost 10 feet. The entire basement chapel was, you know, he was he he wasn't even able to get the Eucharist out. I mean, it was just this. He just it was just this. And they just renovated, right? They just renovated it. But he was talking about also just walking down his street. You know, I mean, there was a number of people in New York City that had basement apartments that died. I mean, no, it's just the water just comes in, right? and, And that's it. Like it just happens in in a moment, and just so tragic. You know, so our our thoughts and prayers. Gosh, I mean, it, it really we, is crazy. And you don't think of it in, I mean, obviously the, the attention, rightfully so, is in Louisiana, people that deal with this all the time. Like folks in New York, you're not thinking of those kind of well, flash I, floods. I could be mistaken, but weren't there more fatalities in Philadelphia, New York, than there actually was in Louisiana? I don't know the answer to that, but I know there was I a think, shocking, I, I mean, there was, was. A, there was a good 50 people in th- the Northeast who was. died. Yeah. I think there was. I mean, just... But some of it was just not know. being ready for it. I mean, like in a, a basement apartment, you never think, oh, I wonder if you're going to get 10 feet of water. No, and that's you know? what they said, that it was so quickly. It's just, it's just, and we we were praying for, we prayed for uh, last night and this morning at the Friary, yeah. uh, but just how quickly your life changes, yeah. you know, and, and difficulties and struggles and tragedies and, and our prayers go out to them. And, and it, it, how do people deal with it without faith? How do you, yeah. and even that, the, the, even our faith at times, we struggle with that. It's right. like, I was just at this wedding this weekend talking to somebody that's gone through a really difficult thing. And, and they said, you know, how do, how do I, how do I answer these people when they ask me, why does this happen? And, and why, and, and how do I defend that? And, and how does it seem like God is arbitrary in some prayers he answers? And, and these are just really difficult questions of the faith. And that's where it's important for us to be able to just, Stop, catch our breath, realize that the Lord is present in the midst of difficulties and yeah. the midst of struggles. And, you know, it's it, it's not this this magical thing that says, oh, okay, everything makes sense, fine, that's fine, let's right. just go on with life, because there's still the pain, there's still the suffering. But, but there is something about that, about being human, is that we find the Lord in that, obviously, because of our salvation comes through the cross, but also we find comfort in one another. Yeah. You know, that you know that I've suffered, I know you've suffered, and there's something about that, yeah. I've really enjoyed... Um, the liturgy of the hours is, you know, part of getting ready to be a deacon, you know, doing morning and evening prayers and just praying through them over the past few years. And the Psalms are so beautiful because they're so human, yeah. you know, and one of the, one of the Psalms that we come upon that just really always gets me. I mean, it, it, in like just a, gosh, that's just so raw and real is the Psalm begins by talking about all the great things God did. And then the Psalmist writes, this is what causes my grief that the way of the Lord has changed. Yeah. You know, this feeling that, um, now he goes on and says, I know that's not true, but the feeling was, I hear all these wonderful stories about God doing great things to our forefathers and days long ago, but right now my life just right. stinks. Right, right. And 
did God change somewhere in this? Like, I thought he was a provider. I thought he was a protector. Yeah, like, what am I doing wrong? Um, And then it ends ends in a hope. I mean, and, and that's, you know, part of what this podcast is about, but what our faith is about is it can give us hope even when everything looks completely bleak. Um, it gives us a perspective. It gives us an internal perspective. Um, That's actually one of the advantages for in my own life. I've You could go to my bookshelf at the Friary, and I've got I don't know how many journals. Hmm. But one of the things about that is is that I can always go back to a journal and remind myself, right? Because in the middle of it, it's like, God, you never hear any of my prayers. You never do anything. And, yeah. and then I remind myself at, at how good the Lord is and, and how faithful he's been to me and yeah, and one of the Psalms, again, goes into, Lord, your ways are not our ways, right? Yeah. And one of the things, you just mentioned that, Bono from U2. Bono. Bono. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Bob, if you could look, you'd look so disappointed <laughs> in me. Sorry, Bob. You should know that, dude. That's not like. Well, all right, Bono. I, B-O-N-O, right? Bono. And, Bono. and the guitarist, the edgy I don't know what that is either. The Edge, that's his okay, name. I okay. just was trying to help you out. I wouldn't have known it anyway. <laughs> but one of the things that he said, he was actually being somewhat critical of contemporary worship um, songs and writers and all that. And he said because he didn't feel that they kind of tap into the human condition enough and that mm-hmm. that struggle and that battle and that tension and the difficulty. And he actually told them you need to spend more time in the Psalms huh. because the Psalms really speak of that. Obviously, we... We pray the Psalms five times a day and just that, yeah, you, you see the wrestling and, but, but always coming out on the other side, right? Always, always coming out to the Lord is ultimately faithful. The Lord is ultimately good. One of the things in the catechism, when it talks about the Psalm, I mean, it, it refers to the Psalms as a masterwork of prayer. And one of the insights that the catechism had that just blew me away the first time I read it. So uh, scripture is inspired by the Holy Spirit. So, you know, the author of all Scripture right. is is God. Right, and we ought to bear that in mind. If, if it's not doing something in our hearts, it's not the Scripture's fault. It's something <laughs> that needs right. No, it's really, right. it's, it's something that needs to change in us. Yeah. Right? yeah. So it's the Holy Spirit inspiring these human authors in their human condition to write a prayer. So it's almost like God wrote prayers to himself mm-hmm. to show us this is how you pray. And when you read the Psalms, you know it's like it's okay to yell at God. It's okay to be confused with God. It's okay to even— To not understand, to, to, to not wrestle understand with. what's going on. And to think like of all—you know, if God's going to send us, here's how you pray to me, you think it would be like, glory, glory, praise, praise. You know, kind of like I think what, what Bono was referring to in regards of Christian music. Like sometimes it's just everything's great, everything's yeah, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. And there are those psalms, to be sure, but more psalms of lament Absolutely. than psalms of rejoicing. Absolutely. And, and I think that does speak to just the reality of living in, in faith. But that's so important is that, you know, I've actually given penance to people before that says, just have it out with the Lord. I mean, that's one of the things that if we're going to model our life on Jesus, I actually take great consolation in the agony in the garden hmm. that he wrestled with that. He said, Lord, you know, Father, if it could be any other way, right. any other way. Yeah, take but, the cup away from me. But, and that's okay. It's not a lack of faith to wrestle with yeah. that. It's not at all. So, And as we're talking about sad things, yeah. uh, one of our students, uh, Matt Hare, uh, he graduated, yeah, an alumni, an alumni right, 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 an alumni uh, about seven or eight years ago. He was a catechetics major, youth ministry concentration. So I had him in a number. He was number. in our RD. Yeah, he was, our, he was just a great, great young man. Uh, he was a campus minister, I think, in University of North Georgia. Okay. But he just passed away a few days ago because of COVID. Right. 
and uh, our heart goes out to him, his uh, and his family. We're certainly praying for him, all those he was ministering to. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's going to have an impact. Like some of our RAs here were hired from him, so yeah, yeah. it's probably the closest from our you know from our campus community of people that would have known. So it's just it's not over, right? Yeah. You know, it it's not over, and people continue to suffer, and and it just. And we just pray for he and his family. My understanding is father's ill as well. So just okay. a lot going on in, in Matthew's family right yeah, now. Yeah, so, so. We pray for the Hare family. If you're, uh, if you're uh, you know, in, in your time, we would appreciate that. We know yeah. the prayers are powerful. And uh, Ben Gessler's home. Uh, Bless you know, the Lord. So we know, we know prayers work. And, and we are grateful for all of your prayers. We're also grateful for all of your support, uh, particularly to Haiti. Um, Father Lewis uh, wanted to let everybody know... Uh, over like twenty thousand dollars just amazing. in people from this podcast. That's amazing. Which is absolutely awesome. And I mean, like that's, that's every, unbelievable. Every, it is really unbelievable. Like just what people we spend actually, here. Yeah, what we spend here is like ten times more valuable in Haiti. I mean yeah, like yeah. that oh is my like, gosh. Oh, oh like my that gosh, would yes. be like a half a million dollars yeah. of like work here in the no, United absolutely. States. So um, as you continue to pray, it's mission to the beloved.com. You can continue to support, but just thank you, thank you, thank you, all of your prayers all of your support. I mean, Father Lewis was just over the moon, thrilled and grateful. You know, sometimes he has to come to the United States to do fundraising. So he was like, yeah. I could stay with my people yeah, and somebody beautiful. else did it for me. That's so uh, well, thank, that's you. thank you. Thank you so you much. That, thank everybody. you. That's, that's, and we've got just really, I'm always amazed at how generous people are. So thank you so much. Yeah. Praise yep. God. Great. Hey, we're coming up on a feast day of Mary, but uh, we'll do a plug before that. I, a friend of mine who used to speak at youth conferences. Not my friend. He's a friend of ours. Thank you. Well, I don't know. That's great. He's going to be happy to know that you're his friend. There you go. <laughs> it's Gene. Uh, he started a, a cool podcast. It's called Our Lady of Podcast. Nice. And every every episode is a different title of Our Lady. And he just does reflections of, it ties in actually to what we were just talking about, just the reality of our Blessed Mother uh, how she was real, uh, how she's present in our suffering, present in our joy, and and just different uh, different ways to pray and connect with our Blessed Mother in, in a different way. That's called Our Lady of Podcast. I think it has a website, OurLadyOfPodcast.com, but you can find it where all fine podcasts are sold. Amen. Amen. And, he, and Gene, also just a shout out, um, when we were starting this podcast, uh, Gene does a lot of, well, he helps people start right. podcasts. He actually helped Abiding Together okay. uh, with their podcast, and, and he's done a lot of stuff. So a lot of the things I've, you know, that I've done um, and even on my own podcast and this really was, you know, and just Gene, Thanks, Gene. Gene being super helpful. Amen. Hey, and we I'm, should also mention something we didn't, our, our five-minute prep before the podcast started. Uh-huh. Uh, 20th anniversary of 9-11 is happening this weekend. Is it 20 years? Isn't that crazy? I know that because I thought of this, my Deacons podcast this week. When is that, Friday? Um, that's a good anyway, question. Anyway. Today's the 6th, so okay. you have to do math. Something like that. Yeah. It might be Friday or Saturday. Okay. I was speaking with Deacon Greg Kandra, who had his convert, who was, heard the call to the diaconate. He was actually working at CBS Newsroom in New York when 9-11 happened, mm. and that was how he heard the call to the diaconate. It's a cool podcast. You can check it out. It was released on Monday. But yeah, twenty years. I mean, we have students. No, most of them. I mean, most students of them weren't alive. Class, yeah, absolutely. No idea. You know, in some ways. I yeah. mean, we talk about never forget, and never you know, knew. We're, I mean, not, we're not going to forget. All, everyone will always remember or know what nine eleven is. Yeah, but you'll know where you were when it absolutely, happened. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. I was in upstate New York at the time. I was we had in a Arizona. Of, my dad had quad bypass. I was in Arizona with my is mom. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. The day before. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So our our prayers and thoughts. We pray for uh, peace. There's, I know there's a, some chatter of, you know, something bad happening around the 20th anniversary, but we just pray God would protect our country and, and bless all Amen. those servicemen, many of whom uh, went into right, the right, army. Right, 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 I mean, right. it Absolutely. really inspired them yeah. into the life of military service because Amen. of that. Amen. So. so on that note, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. To happy birthday to Mary. Mary. I love happy Mary. Birth- well, today's her birthday. If you're listening on the Wednesday. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. It is the birth of Mary. Yep. Yep. So uh, the university, we're having a special this evening, the evening of her birthday, we're having a special rosary procession and just nice. wanting to celebrate Our Lady's birthday. Yeah. When did that come into um, practice? I mean, yeah. it's still like, it's not what, a major feast day. No, I don't think so. I, honestly, I don't know. Yeah. I, well, I know. somebody like just when did. It, when it became part of the actual calendar September 8th, I have no idea. Well, somebody must have just figured out when, since December 8th was the Immaculate yeah. Conception, nine months later. Because if you're perfectly conceived, you're going to perfectly be born yep. nine months after being conceived. That works nine months. I get, how, I get what, you, I, I see? See what you're doing there. See, see how see that works there? Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, the birth of Mary was supposed to be the day I was going to propose to my wife. Okay, but? Uh, a few days before, she had a mental breakdown about when are we going to get engaged, and then I just proposed to her that night. That's probably a good idea. Yeah, it that's called well. discernment. Yeah. <laughs> it was indeed. That's right. It was indeed. Um, but yeah, what a joy and what a gift uh, our our blessed mother, uh, and yeah, celebrating her, like you were, her life. You, you were talking with Jean's podcast. I really love the quote from Saint Therese of of Lisieux when she says that Our Lady is more. Uh, our, our mother than she is our queen. And, mm. and I remember just talking with my own mom. My mom always liked I- images of Our Lady that made her very much relatable to my mom, right? Yeah. Who, who's a mother who has six kids, who has to do all the details that goes into raising a family and being a part of a family. And I, I, I those are the images, the stories, the things right. that I really are drawn to rather than sometimes I, I remember Mother Tree, our Mother Angelica said that the people who write the hagiographies, the stories of the saints are going to spend extra time in purgatory because they so oftentimes <laughs> make them so much other than they are, right? right? And the more we can relate to them and say, okay, that's my story, you know, rather than making them so different and so perfectly holy. And, and granted, <laughs> she is perfectly holy, she's but perfectly she's, also, holy. she's also perfectly relatable. Yeah. And, and I think that's really important for us to be able to do that. Yeah. Well, if she's perfectly holy, she's perfectly human. Right and, I, right. and I think sometimes there's a stereotype of, Holiness is the opposite of of humanity. We're there's almost, a song. There's a song right now that I love. Zach Williams. I don't know if you listen to a lot of contemporary Christian uh-huh. music. It he, he is awesome. He's like one of my favorite artists. But he has a song that drives me a little bit crazy because um, it's called "Less Like Me." Okay. And the the chorus of it is, "I want to be a little more like Jesus, a little less like me." And I just go, "Oh no, yeah, 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 exactly. no, 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 no. You know that's that's the, that's the stereotype, right, right? right? It's like I don't want to be like me crappy sinful self i want to be like jesus it's like actually if you're like jesus you're more like you yeah you're the you that god made you to be you're and the only you that was ever created by right, god right right whatever it is to be human you know jesus was that so and mary was that so right i think sometimes we we poo poo being human oh that's all i got and now granted i looked down at the dog when you said poo poo yeah he's sleep she's yeah, sleeping the, the, by the way the process of conversion is a process of becoming more like jesus this deification yes. that we experience but our humanity is good i mean that's yeah. that's a real distinction between catholic and, and some protestant theology yeah, is some that, yeah yeah some right that we are fundamentally good and and i think sometimes we bless me father for i've sinned i'm only human that's crap right <laughs> that, that just isn't true yeah, so yeah 
So we need to be able to embrace that being being fully human and fully alive and, and don't apologize for that, but celebrate it. The catechism says that when we get to heaven, we'll know our true name, who we really are. And then My name's not it, Dave? It's, I think it's David. Okay, there you go. What's your middle name? Paul. Paul. I knew Paul. that. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but it's this idea that, you know, the stereotype is holiness makes you really bland. You know, holiness mm-hmm. like takes out all your individuality. And the fact that the opposite is true. Sin makes us bland. Holiness makes us unique and and fully human. And again, going back to our blessed mother, like celebrating her birth, celebrating her life. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the story of the finding in the temple. You know, why have you done this to us? You've caught, We've been looking for you with great anxiety. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. you know, anxiety right, exactly. doesn't mean you're sinning. Exactly. <laughs> you know, That's I mean, like, absolutely right. You know, those emotions, those anger, the struggle, like... Fear, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Those, those are, that's just human. And, Amen. And it doesn't mean you're sinning. And so Amen. I think sometimes in our piety, we want to remove any of those things away from our blessed mother. That's and, so good, Bob. And we dehumanize her. That's so good. That's absolutely right. Those are all part of the human conditions. And... And the Lord wants to be present in that. But like sometimes people repent for those kinds of things. And it's like, again, I, we can't get in it, but that's right. not a sin. Just to be anxious sometimes, isn't, it doesn't right. mean you don't trust God. Right. It doesn't mean that you're, it's just, that's a part of the human condition. So, yeah. Okay. We're drawing to a close. Yes, Real we are. quickly. One like family tradition that you did on your birthday. Like, was there something special on your birthday? I loved birthdays, but okay. I loved getting presents. Okay, so, but and, everybody gets birthdays, presents. Was, what did your family do for you? Like, You know, I used to write long lists about birthday presents. Okay. I, I was a little bit obsessed about it. Really? But I actually then started to write lists to family members. I, my mom saved one because I was, it was like the, the budding comedian, you yeah, know. yeah. And I would say things like, I know many of you look at these lists and you just send my mom $20. However, some of the items on this list are only about $15. And I think you need to check back with my mom and find out how much cash is she pocketing out of this. That's right. That's great. That's great. That's great. One of the things my family, my mom would always cook whatever we wanted for dinner Mm -hmm. and then a special cake. And everybody kind of had their birthday cake. What's your special cake? Pineapple upside down cake. That's weird. What do you mean that's weird? No, that's exciting. Why is that weird? Well, imagine like, what imagine what my favorite cake is. I also have my favorite chocolate cake. with chocolate, probably. And that's too that's oh, too oh. fancy. Okay, try again. What, what's too what's more white <laughs> cake with chocolate frosting? No, no, white <laughs> cock with vanilla frosting. Yes, you are so yellow cake, white course. frosting. Of course, it's but as soon as but I, I said it. pineapple upside down cake, ninety five percent of our all right people write in for their next uh, episode, please. Your favorite birthday cake, favorite birthday on cake. That. Pineapple We're just going to have a whole cake. episode dedicated Pineapple to Pineapple Upside Down Cake with we'll put plenty a li- of We'll put cream. a link in the description to various types of cakes. Yeah, no, we did cake. Um, yeah, just. So good. Pineapple uh, Upside Down. Oh, man. Yeah, my wife now is, you know, makes like the kids' favorite meals. Okay. You know, on that. So, and, and yours would be steak. Actually, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, actually, everybody well, knew that. Well, who's, who wouldn't? Have, wasn't like steak the greatest food ever? That's not what I would have. I would have some kind of Mexican food or something like that. Oh. Yeah, no, no. Steak would not be, steak wouldn't make, that would not be in the top five. I don't think that'd be in the top 10. Okay, wait, aren't like steakhouses like the nicest restaurants ever? Uh, if that's what you want, I, I suppose. Guess. Okay, fine. Isn't Taco Bell the nicest <laughs> ever? On that note, <laughs> you're a cheap date. Here's one. Here's one uh, tradition we do in our family, which I really think is beautiful. Uh, you know, we a we try to find a time where everybody can be together. That's always a bit of a logistical challenge. Yep. Um, 
And then we go around and everybody honors. And just uh, blesses them. Yeah. That's and just, cool. you know, what they love about them and, and lifts them up. And That's it's cool. always actually the, and the fact that because there are, you know, seven kids, you know, pretty well spread out. There, there's always those moments. And we even try to do that, you know, at Christmas and yeah, Easter, just well moments of honoring. Cool. And, and that's a beautiful way to love each other. Amen. Amen. Well, everybody, just want you to know we can always send in your prayers. We are grateful for you. Yes. Again, grateful for your your goodness, your kindness, your yeah. generosity, your notes of encouragement. Know that you are in our prayers. You continue to be in our prayers. We just ask the Lord's blessings upon you on our mother's birthday, if you're listening on Wednesday. Uh, Lord, we continue to pour out his grace upon you and fill you with his peace. No matter what's going on in your life, anxiety, stress, fear, whatever, that the Lord breaks into that and makes himself known. May the Lord bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. See you later, Rosie. <laughs> yeah, we love you, Rosie. And thank you all for listening to our podcast today. Uh, if you want, if you still, you have still have a shot for a wedding story, hope at franciscan.edu. Hope at franciscan.edu. Slash forward. Dash. Dash. Comma. Hyphen. 